Three, two, one. You missed. Did I? No. Oh, oh. I, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm like, I'm hyping myself up. I'm doing my early, my, my no, it's late. I'm doing my late show warm up. I normally do a show warm up on when I'm driving home from work. I oh, sing yeah? the entire Canto movie while I'm in the freeway traffic. And then I get home and I'm exhausted and have a low energy. So I'm doing it now. That makes sense. I try to like get myself jazzed up for stuff too. Uh, when I'm not like, if I'm doing vocal stuff and I don't want to do it, but I know I have to, like I'll do jumping jacks and I'll bark like a dog and I'll like run in circles, chase the cat. And it's like, Hey, if I trick myself into having energy, maybe I'll have energy and it's stupid, but sometimes it works. You know, it's funny. Um, we were playing VR chat and you found a karaoke bar. Mm-hmm. And we just want to see if it works. And so it's like, oh, I know, I'll play this song that I know. And it's like, boy, I just, I don't have the energy to sing right now. <laughs> yep. just, you, you have to be in the mood. Yeah, we did a lot of testing in that place and, and zero singing. And it's like, hey, this place tested out really well. Works. I guess we'll try it this weekend, maybe, if Alex is down. Yeah, we didn't do any singing. No singing at all. But that's okay. Yeah. Speaking of okay, how are you doing, Chad? I'm all right. It's been a it's been an interesting week. Got some projects finished, which is cool. Um, I had a really zany interaction with someone at work, but because Heather listens to this now, I can't tell you on the show. So we'll save that till after. It was Frank. What's really funny is she'll listen to that and then tell me about it, and then I'll be like, "Uh huh." This is forty chess, Heather. Be in on Monday, and I know why. I don't think we have any Franks. We have wieners, though. Boom. Nailed it. I don't know what this show is. I am blitheringly stupid tonight. It's Opinions Are Cheap with Cameron and Chad. Hi, Heather. I'm Cameron. <laughs> Hi, Cameron. I'm I'm Chad. Do, does Heather have opinions about me? I don't know. Actually, that's a fucking good-ass question. I hope question. not. I... Uh, I, I, <laughs> I have this like it's weird I host a podcast but then when I think about oh people are going to listen to this and, and think something about me it's like oh no what have I done okay so here's a swing and a miss that hopefully won't swing or miss um, back in January we had a bunch of people to my house we made a uh, dumb video game talked about this a couple times on the show I believe you know is that game jam thing so I'm now being tasked to write kind of like a little introductory, like anime, like last time on Dragon Ball Z sequence. And I'm looking at our information here and there's the Dark Flame Orochi, who's the bad guy. And then there's Chosuke, who's the good guy. And I cannot remember why we picked that name other than it was extremely funny at the time. There's a word play there. And so Chosuke is sort of like the Goku character. And I guess Orochi's probably more like Cell. And I got to write a quick back and forth that I have to record this weekend uh, so we can put it in the game and then do a couple other things. And I guess it'll be done and we'll be able to put it on Itch.io. And I'm wondering if what's you want to... What's the bad guy? The what's ba- the bad guy's name? So the bad guy is the Dark Flame Orochi. I want to be Orochi. Okay, you get to be Orochi. And then the, the show is called Soul Wishes, which I actually think is a really good name for an anime. So, <laughs> I had. I had Matt send me his notes. <laughs> I'm going to read some of these real quick. So, through the ripples of time, and then ripples of time is capitalized, so that's evidently a proper noun. A hero will be chosen to destroy the gather of the black flame, but not before tasting the darkness himself. Our hero, Chosuke, saw his friend slain before his very eyes. The well of agony that had befallen him in the instant pushed him off the edge. As he fell into the darkness, his hate and pain consumed him. He fought Orochi with all his rage. I don't, I, don't, I don't know what's going on, but those things are going on. Nothing but revenge was in his eyes. The dark, darkness itself welcomes him. Taste of power. Gotta power up. Let's see. In an attempt to bring him back, his friends appeared to him, giving him reasons to fight for justice and not revenge. So we got some ghosts going on. Uh, he's broke out of his anger, peace washes over his body, tranquility, blah, blah, blah. He looks into himself, we're time for the final fight. And then now it's all of the lyrics to our song, which are terrible. And then the souls of his fallen friends free him from everlasting torment. 
So this is the last episode of this anime. They're going to do the final fight sequence. And I have to have a very short back and forth between Chosuke and Orochi about what they're doing and about friendship. And I guess maybe some exposition we can work in on the fight scene. Do you have any... Do you want to do this? Do you have any fun ideas as I say this dumb anime shit to you? How much is this as visual? Almost none of it because we have like... We have two characters but not a lot of... uh movement sequences for them it's mostly the bare minimum for them to shoot like kamehameha's at each other but i mean is this going to be visual or is this like something that you hear in the background um, you know like is there actually a still of their face i don't know if we have those drawn because i almost feel like um you have to oversell it if it's just going to be audio you have to play it up more yeah but if you're just going to have the faces cut back and forth you almost don't need as much because you'll true. pick up enough that, oh, this is anime, I get it, and you'll move on. I I do not know if Matt ever drew us proper, like, uh, portraits or faces of these characters. I'm pretty sure all we have are the, like, 32-bit versions of them, like, kind of hopping back and forth and then shooting a Kamehameha. So there's not a lot. <laughs> Which I didn't think about until you mentioned it, but yes, this is a problem. Um, I think... Who's the good guy again? Chosuke! And you don't have anything written yet? No. Uh, I think it would be really funny if Chosuke spoke English and Orochi spoke Japanese. That would be funny. With, like, subtitles. But... But that's maybe better for a different project. Yeah... Also, I don't know about you, but I don't know fluent Japanese enough to sell that, and it would just be maybe offensive if I were to say all the words I learned from watching Inuyasha. Well, no, though, you're doing an anime, so you don't speak Japanese, you speak anime. I'm confused. Like, there is an overacting quality that's not how the language is spoken. Oh, okay. And that's that's what makes it very anime yeah, yeah, I get you. And ya. then, like, the lip flaps should be two frames, and it's perfect. I don't know if I should... So, I, I'm guessing Chosuke should talk first. And I don't know if I should just jump right into... Um, Let's see, what do we got here? We got Black Flame. You know, I think in the song lyrics, it's the Blue Flame of Darkness. So, we maybe want to call it the Blue One. Uh, No, I think that's better. Or is it better if, if it's if it, inconsistent? If it's inconsistent, okay. I like that too. So I guess he gathered the black flame because the hero will be chosen to destroy oh no, to destroy the gatherer of the black flame. So you have the, all the black flame pieces. I don't know what those look like. They might maybe they're little goblets. That'd be kind of neat. We don't have that's not important. I guess you have those things and you killed my friends. And that would upset me. But no, then the ghost came. Maybe something like... Uh, How important are the lyrics to the story? I, I would say... I would say not, but I can read them if you want me to. Because, well, I mean, that's the thing. is like normally anime show lyrics are like, Sunshine, go forward. Everybody's strong and good and things are good. Earth is round. Triangles too. Everybody's here with you. Tiger power. Okay, okay. So the the I, I will read the lyrics then because they're they're really really entertainingly dumb. So the first verse is: When we are together, <laughs> we are the ones who will push back the darkness. We will fight the forever and never lose sight of the promise we made back then. For the ones I depend on, I will give up my life to save the universe. And then the chorus is. Even as the raindrops, even as the sky falls, I will spread my wings and fly like a bird. Even as it's lightning, even if it's frightening, I will overcome, the day will be mine. Then the second verse is, Even though you're all gone, I am never alone, I must conquer my greatest fears. With this power I've gained, I can finally prove, you will never enslave my soul. With the blue flame of friendship guiding my path, I'll become who I'm meant to be. Oh, so there's a second set of flames, and they're blue, and they're for friendship. Cool, I didn't know that. And then that repeats the, the chorus again. And then there's a breakdown 
which I recorded, and I don't have it written down. And I think it's something like, I am not on my own because I I will overcome the day will be mine or something like that. And then and then it goes on from there. Um, you can't understand what I do because it's that kind of vocals. So that's the lyrics to this song. So the, we have the blue flames of friendship. We have some overcoming. We have um, protecting the universe. And it's, it's raining, apparently. Orochi, you monster. You've destroyed so much, there's nothing of yourself left to save. I like that. I like that a lot. Okay, we're cut print there, and then Orochi says... I have... Insolent fool. I need not saving. I am the world. You're really good at this. Okay, I like, I, I'm, I'm keeping that too. Um, Chosuke would probably say something like... You have no world if you have no friends. Your yeah. world is a hollow one. Without real friends, you'll never know the meaning of it. I like that. I like that. I like the idea of like also the world is just hollow. That's not in the in any of this, but it is canonically correct. <laughs> <laughs> Your friends did nothing to save you, and now you'll fall just as they have. Josuke you're wrong Orochi my <laughs> friends are here <laughs> in my heart and in my blue flame of darkness not like that part you're wrong Orochi my friends are with me and they're all the strength I have <laughs> yeah then power up noise maybe uh Taste the real power of flame. The blue flame of darkness. Wait, is it blue flame of darkness? I think that's what I read to you. No, it's a blue flame of friendship. Fuck yeah. Okay, I think that's all we need, honestly. I hope that helps. Yeah, yeah, no, this is exactly what I wanted. And if you want to voice a Rochi <laughs> later on, I am totally fine with that. Because otherwise, I got to do both of them. I love doing voices. I'm just not good. Like my voice doesn't sound good. I can do an orc. Do make a make an anime about minotaurs, and I'll do the minotaur voice because I can do ugly monsters that are fat and Cameron. Oh, but I love you, Cameron. You're my friend. You're just gonna you're just gonna leave this pause in. Yeah. <laughs> well, this is more than I could have ever imagined this would be, so I'm glad we solved this, because I could use this. I have to make some power-up noises and some other sound effects and bullshit, which sucks. I don't like doing that. But the goal is to get this done and then actually, like, have this maybe released next week. Evidently, oh, I'm, cool. I'm somehow the person holding us up now, <laughs> as you do. I want, I want to see what the characters look like, and I'll draw fan art of them. I wish I had any of that on my computer, but I do not, so I cannot send that to you. But I will be able to when Joe gets home. Yay. Now, I think on the real docket And then Hank Hill can show up and be like, Hirochi, you're going to learn the only real flame that matters is the blue flame of clean propane. (laughs) I'm glad we're friends. Oh, okay. Yeah, take that. I feel like I'm a detriment to everyone around me. You're not. Sometimes I feel uh, that way, but I don't talk about it. I do. That's healthier. If I internalize it, I'll kill myself, so I, I choose to be open about it. I could have I gone real dark with that, and I decided not to, because the, the bourbon's really hitting me now, which How is How often great. do you think about suicide? Oh, that's an interesting question. How often is too much? Um, Hourly. Okay, so it's not hourly. Oh, okay. Yeah, we, you know, I think we're both doing okay then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like... Um, did uh, did we have a topic for today? Are we just going to gloss over the suicide thing? Yeah, we're going to watch Invader Zim. Yay, Invader Zim. <laughs> Speaking of suicide, let's go to Hot Topic. <laughs> Are there episodes on Now, YouTube? refresh my memory. Um, I There's a handful of episodes on YouTube, not the ones I wanted. 
But I did find a good one that I like. It's also a two-parter, which is interesting. Uh, refresh my memory. Where did we leave off when we were, we were talking about a bunch of cartoons and we uh, we talked about Zim, but what's your experience with it? Because I'm like a super fan. So I remember watching this uh, when I was younger and I, w- I wouldn't turn the channel, but I was never like a, a, the biggest fan of it. It always kind of like struck me as gross and one of those like weird for the sake of being weird shows it, it just it didn't really appeal to me when i was younger i remember like the organ episode where zim was like i'm not a i have to go to the school nurse but i'm not a human i should get some human organs that'll fool her and he was just like disemboweling people and eating their organs and he gets like really fat he's got like an intestine looping out of his mouth and like that kind of freaked me out like that was fucked up to put in a kid's cartoon <laughs> and that i just kind of like and see it's like yeah well, I remember watching that as a child, thinking like, hmm, this is a little tame. I see what they're trying to do. But what did you grow up on as a child to be like, oh, that's tame? Ren and Stimpy. Oh, that's fair. I never really watched Ren and Stimpy when I was younger. Same with Rocco's Modern Life. Like, I would see them <laughs> occasionally, but, like, they weren't they weren't my go-to cartoons. Like, I was really all about, like, SpongeBob and Fairly Odd Parents and uh, Looney Tunes, uh, Flintstones and Jetsons. Like, the, you know, the... I would say slightly more normal. You know, normal but, cartoons. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, so, it'll be interesting because since this is a two-parter and it's kind of like a more... I hesitate to call it special, but it wasn't a typical episode. Um, I think it still represents, like, the humor. It was a good execution of an episode. So, I think this will be fun to expose you to it. I want to say this is technically season one. Um, the episode is Tack the Hideous New Girl, which is on YouTube. Nice. It is. And uh, just in case anyone out there maybe doesn't know anything about Invader Zim, it's like he's a space alien, but he's kind of a colossal fuck up. Yeah, it's great. And there's like an alien race that wants to take over the galaxy, but they want Zim to like go away. So they just send him off into space and he lands on Earth by coincidence. And he's under the impression that he needs to conquer Earth to impress his superiors. But he's really bad at it. And that's the premise for the whole cartoon. He's also got a little robot friend named Gurr who's very cute and very stupid. And then an alien conspiracy theorist classmate. Because Zim is the height of children, so he has to go to school. Yeah, which admittedly, that that is very clever. Like, there's... On paper, it's cute. There's great stuff in this. Like I can, I can describe this show and be like, "Oh, Chad must really like this show." And it's like, "Well, let's not go that far." But I, I do get why people like this and why it's beloved and why it became a hot topic sensation. But I guess uh, that's all the setup that needs to go. Should we start? Yeah, let's start. And I'm gonna click play in three, two, one, play. Oh, I do not remember the opening to this at all. This song is so spooky. It's kind of like industrial. Yeah, it's weird. All the characters are just kind of ugly. They're so jagged and and dark. No, I love the art style. Um, Jonan Vasquez didn't earn a Nickelodeon cartoon, but doing this show was well done, so I'm glad he got it, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I feel like he wasn't working towards this so much, but he kind of happened into it just the right way. I love how school is spelled wrong on the school. Yeah, a lot of words are just spelled wrong. I love, like, a lot of the billboards will just be the word taco with an exclamation point. Class, despite my moral outrage, the school principal is allowing you to celebrate Valentine's Day this year. The show is, like, like (laughs) going to 11 right away. Oh, I love the like demonic screeching on the phone. It's traditional. I 
left my meat at home. Valentine's Meat Slabs. Sorry, now that is a grindcore song. Miss Bitters, I read that long ago people used to give Oh god, it is just meat. Valentine's Day. How did the whole meat thing get started? Don't want to know. I had a Valentine once. <laughs> uh, another one? To celebrate overcrowding in school, a new student will be joining the <laughs> class. Cut that story off. A little like ghosts come out of the phone. Like that phone just goes to hell. Delicious weenie. There's a there is an element of like LOL random to this that I'm not Hi. normally yeah. a fan of, but I also think the art style sells it. Yeah, because then it's like, haha, Valentine's weenies. But then, like, people get hurt by them, and they're gross. <laughs> yes. And so, like, this this lady's getting devoured by Valentine's weenies. And all of a sudden, it, the joke works. I have prepared a poem. <laughs> Looks like Zim has a girlfriend. It's not nice to embarrass people. You should apologize and need your eraser. Yes, Tech. I'm sorry, Zim. For longer than I can remember, I've been looking for someone like you. Someone with a head like yours and a torso, too. Birds sing and you're gonna pay the end. Here's some meat covered in barbecue sauce. Thank you, Tech. That was horrible. Now, you'll need a place to sit. <laughs> you! You're being transferred It's to the been established that, like, human food burns the skin. Hey, I'm just tired of you. Oh my god. Miss <laughs> Bitters. Like that guy waiting outside for his chance. Sure, whatever. I like how Zim's just screaming for like minutes and no one cares. A new child! You're not dead! Be quiet! My tallest. A new child attacked me with meat. My conclusion? She's in love with me! <laughs> this may prove valuable as I can use the child to learn more about human affection! <laughs> Which, from what I have been able to determine, is pain based! Um, that's great, Zim! Sounds great! <laughs> Don't worry, that's just my arms flailing and giggling. Stop it! Stop it! And once I am done with the child, I will destroy her. I like, they really hate Zim. Okay, Zim! They, well, yeah, I love that it becomes a pastime that they just tease him. <laughs> hey! We really do have another call. They had puppets of themselves. Like, that's so dumb. No, it's just that I'm not used to people actually being interested in my paranormal studies. As for Zim, well... Oh, I have come to accept your feelings for me. I congratulate you for acknowledging my superiority and choosing me as your love pig. Feel honored! I kind of want to approach a girl and just say all of those things to see what would happen. <laughs> I won't. Because I don't want to be put on a list. A horribly disguised, disgusting, horrible one. Nonsense! Despite his huge head, the dib monkey is quite stupid. My head's not big! Now prepare your brain, filthy beast of meat and hair. Your magical love adventure begins now! I really like how the backgrounds are done too. They're very, very simple, but everything always feels filled in. Yeah. There's like grime and dirt on everything. I almost feel bad for Sim. He's not having any luck. I now know enough about human affection. I hate it! A 
smart with the beans. Our friend Tack is no longer useful to me. <laughs> oh yeah, he's got to dress in a little dog costume. me a chance to end our hideous relationship and enjoy your shrill cry at having been rejected by Zim! You have got. I assure you I am very serious. Now cry! Cry like you've never cried! Before. <laughs> so is she actually the cat? And that's her name backwards? Did I solve No, the but that's not actually a bad guess. Okay. Cause she's definitely you, something. Oh you're fuck! Working. What is this? You're a bigger fool than I am. Huh? You're a bigger fool than I am. Huh? You're confused. Allow me to explain. It was 50 years ago on the Urkin military training planet Devastus. I'd been waiting years to take my final test to become one of the elite soldiers, and should they need a rise, to be invaders. Um, I mean, they're adults. They're just stupid. My favorite thing about being an adult is destroying claw games. Oh, it was a the snack machine. Went on uninterrupted on the other side. I pleaded with a control brain to let me take the test. But she said I'd have to wait another 70 years. I was placed on a janitorial squad. And then sent to planet Dirt! I escaped, and I began my long search for the mysterious person who caused the planet, planet Dirt. And ruined my life! I eventually tracked you to this horrible place. I like the idea that they just have, like, an entire dirt planet that they send janitors to. I like that. I would go there. Not revenge! You're after revenge? No! It's not about revenge! It's mine. I should have been an invader. I should have been part of the great assigning. I shouldn't have to be stealing this planet from you! You're after my robot, B! No! Listen to me. Carefully. <laughs> I'm a better invader than you could ever lend in. Perfectly. The plan I have in and store for this There is that LOL random so element to it, but I feel like there's genuine comedic timing. Which yeah. is the difference between shitty chat rooms with teenagers. Also, there's like a lot of clever things here that in terms of design, like Zim's got round eyes but square pupils, I think is really cool. He's got a Ben bathroom sign on his front yeah. door. Like, there's stuff, really subtle things here that, in the background, that are really funny. I like, in the bathroom, there's a toilet, and above the toilet, there's a poster that says, I eat food. Ah. I don't know why she doesn't just kill him. I think because she wants him humiliated. Oh, she did take his B. It's like there's payoff for that. I think that's what's funny is that they'll introduce something random, but then actually do something with it. Yeah. I've made no progress in figuring out what tax plant. The base is still repaired. The only other person with the facilities to. No! I won't even consider it! But that's just the way it worked out. Yeah, I know what you mean. Zim! Good morning, son. Your little foreign friend is here to see you. Dad, that's the alien! The alien! Of course he is. You two have fun. What's going on, Zim? It seems the enemies have a common enemy. 
She's Urkin and she's a job on your planet. Oh, come on. I like Tack. And she hates you. You're just jealous of- This has nothing to do with Jelly. I've been trying to figure out her plan, but it's been difficult. She's good. Not good like me, but still good. Two. 48 hours of trailing Tack and all I could come up with are these photos I wrestled off that ham demon. They're of a giant evil weenie stand her father has constructed. But that's nothing. Giant weenie stand is weird, but it doesn't say anything about Tack. Giant weenie stand. That's worth a look. I knew this was a bad idea! She'll destroy your world! I can't believe you're even saying this! Your voices are making me sick. And when the Earth is a smoking ruin, you'll wish it had been me who did it! Ah, it burns! It burns! Ah! Thanks, Gaz. He was really... Ah! He gets, he gets burned a lot. Like, what if the average joke for your show is you yeah. got burned in the face with acid? I wanted to let That's you know that my brother one. is trying to break into this building through some secret entrance. We have chili beans! I, I love how he checks both his hands for his script. Funny to see him get beaten up. Uh, you know, I don't think there is a secret entrance. I work here and this is all I've seen. This place is kind of big for a hot dink. Uh, now <laughs> I think of it. <laughs> this is a strange show. There is that secret entrance around back where they deliver all that alien looking machinery. I think one of the things I really like about the show is just that it is unique. Oh yeah. It's a hot dog stand. Like the sense of humor and the art design. It's all it's all very different than the other stuff on Nickelodeon. It's one of those shows where I kind of wonder like who it's for. Because it's very weird. It's ugly. It's dark. Let's see about your sister. I don't know. It's just—it's very strange. You're behind this. I'm—I'm no, I'm entertained, but I don't know if I like it. I only let him out when I need to keep up appearances, kind of like Sims robot parents. Only good. Yeah. You can't do this. People will know something's up. I mean, look at this place. It's enormous. The great thing about your people Except it's like, is that most of them it, it, like it really scratches an itch where it's like, wow, I love this cartoon. It's just the best. And there's other super fans, but it's very much a like cult classic, small audience. Yeah. The earth is mine to devastate. And I already promised the moon to girl. Zim, how did you know we'd be here? Like, I really like the main ideas to this. I just want them executed in a different way, I guess. Yeah, and I think that's fair. I promise to the tallest. I like how threatening she is, though. I really like the animation. Yeah, everything moves very well. Ugh, you ruined everything, Zim. Well, you said the backgrounds all look really Me? nice. They're You're the one who refused filled in. What's this thing? That's a Sir Unit's memory disk. It probably has tax plan all over. I think the characters no move way. kind of in a it's jagged ours. way, but it fits the, the, the art style the so well. The that like the jerkiness. The <laughs> you know, it fits the comedic timing too. <laughs> These characters are very fun to draw. Uh, I think I talked about, um, like, I want to do a kid's book. Yep. And one of the things I really want for the design is, like, I want kids to want to draw the character. Yeah. Because growing up, that's the stuff that always resonated with me the most, is, like, can I do this? Oh, is it? Oh, look, I get it. Look, it's just, like, in the cartoon. Yeah, and, like, 
their, their shapes aren't super complicated, but then like the details are extremely distinct, like the hairlines and the jaggedness. But then their eyes, like they shrink and expand so much to like carry their emotions. And it's one of those things where like, think smarter, not harder. I feel like this is really smart design, yeah. but not difficult design. She stole this plan from me! No, she didn't! Be quiet! It's starting! <laughs> oh, girl, just throwing him under the bus. Stop, Tack! Her little joke has gone far enough! Wait! You have to drop me off at the weenie stand! Someone has to shut the pump off! Are there any video games around here? No, not really. I guess I'll help save the Earth then. I love his supercomputer is like clinically depressed. Yeah. And just disinterested all the time. The uh the amount of extreme destruction in the show, I remember that being uh, a fairly normal thing. But like watching this thing transform, like you get this sense it is huge and it is catastrophic and it's disturbing. And it's not funny, but it it's not supposed to be either. Like this show definitely like plays around with tone a lot. Yeah, it does. Um I kinda wanted to show you the Christmas special. Cause that has a lot of weird like you know, like it it, it does that like festive holiday thing, but also ends in a giant kaiju battle. And there's a weird moment where, like, the robot throws, like, a giant tank through the air. And it's soaring, like, through the crowd watching. And, and like, there's a shadow over the crowd, and everyone screams and scatters. Except for one guy that stands there, he just holds his arms out, like, take me. And it crushes him to death. Oh my god. So this should work. And it's the funniest thing to me. <laughs> it's like, I love this show so much. Okay, you. I feel like there's some anime influences in this too. Just the the no. destruction going on, Never. the size, the Never. flying through space. Yeah. You know what's funny? Um, and John and Vasquez actually, uh, he he kind of complained about this himself. Um, but when they got the DVDs made, uh, they got picked up by like an anime publisher, and it gets filed under anime at the at the stores oh, really? and he's kind of like yeah i'm not sure where that came from it wasn't my call because i know one of the things with like more modern cartoons is that i'm noticing more and more anime influences as basically our generation starts creating their own cartoons and so then i look at something like yeah. this and i'm like maybe there's, there's definitely, like, deniability here, but some of the stuff that's happened in this episode reminds me of, like, Akira. But not this part. Valentine's Day, but it's meat. No That's just a thing on this planet, no right? Like, because everybody's eating meat today, like a lot of it. Yeah. His tongue is so ugly. Yeah. Oh, there's like ugly elements of them. I love it. Me, and doing so. You should have heard the lies she told about. 
about you? Well, all that matters is that Tax Evil's snack plan was stopped. Hey! I like snacks. He likes snacks, Sim. I know you do. I know. No! Look at it, Gab. We've only seen what's come to I like how the first four minutes Don't of this episode was there? Zim might is have a crush all? on someone. Yeah, they they move over that real fast. Yeah, this goes places. I think if I were to watch this show, like I would like to watch each episode with commentary, maybe more than by itself. Yeah, and you know, the commentary is actually pretty good because um, Jonan and I think the writers, uh, they're all, they, they all have a good sense of humor and they all work together really well. So it's just them having fun and they like to talk about like where some of the weird ideas came from or... Like, oh, it was really hard getting this, like, you know, we had this idea for this gag in the background, but it's like, it goes by so fast. It's like, how do you even fit it on the screen? Yeah. Um, just a lot of fun stories. Uh, I do like the commentary for this series. I'm trying to, like, I'm kind of comparing this to SpongeBob because I'm still re slowly rewatching that with my brother and my family. And we're on season three. I think we're on disc two. So we're almost done with what I own. And we're not going to go past season three since that's all we have and all I really want. But, like, there is there is a darkness and a weirdness and, and sometimes an ugliness to Spongebob. But those things show up infrequently where, like, that's the joke, not the kind of foundation of the show. And so, like, this really does have an identity to it. And it kind of reminds me of, like, Real Monsters. Like, there were, there were definitely a handful of shows on Nick and Cartoon Network at the time that, like, were ugly and kind of spooky and that was their thing right um but this is the one that's remembered the most like i don't know if how many people remember real monsters or like their names or a plot to that show because i fucking well, don't yeah it, it's funny um i liked uh real monsters also and actually i was really happy that they got included on that nickelodeon fighting game I remember uh, the designs. They I think there were designs. some people were like, I don't remember that. Like, <laughs> you know, they don't recognize the character so much. And I think one of the things, um, the uh, again, I really like Invader Zim's art direction. Mm -hmm. But talking about that kind of um, like weird kind of like scary or different tone with Aro Monsters, they did this thing where they were constantly trying to make it clear that the monsters are nice. Yeah, and like the entire premise is monsters aren't scary. Um, they live in a world where they are feared, but they aren't scary. They're nice. Look at how nice they are. And it's like you're constantly reminded of that. And it's just weird that he has to hold his eyeballs because he doesn't have eye sockets. Mm -hmm. But that doesn't make him scary. And with Zim, it's like he goes out of his way to constantly say that he hates humans. Yeah. Like just he's constantly shrieking about it. And I think leaning into that and making him such a loser is just really hilarious. He kind of reminds me of Venom in that way, right? Where, like, the symbiote comes and, and infects Eddie. And he's just like, oh, I'm kind of a loser on my planet. And you're like, oh, well, that changes this relationship a little bit, doesn't it? <laughs> um, I, I was just reminded of, like, while I'm watching this, it's like, man, I want to watch more Invader Zim. I might just put the DVD in and watch a bunch of them. Uh, one of the episodes I liked was, uh, it was one of those, like, are aliens real TV shows? And the host was, uh, he's interviewing this little boy that says his neighbor is an alien. And so it's all, like, within the context of this TV show, but this guy is interviewing Dib. And it's, like, and Dib's having these, like, uh, recreations where he he's telling the story of what happened. And then they have a dramatic reenactment and it's just some like overweight guy dressed like Dib and he's like, oh, and as they have this other guy with green face paint on and then the Dib actor walks over and like pushes him over and like that's the reenactment of their epic battle or whatever. And it was just, <laughs> me. 
it was so funny on like a removed meta level or two where it's like i i love these alien shows they're stupid yeah but playing off of how stupid they are on top of how stupid these characters are was just super charming do they and this is a dumb question but like when it comes to modern cartoons there's the couple i watch or like have an eye on because people tell me to but this style of cartoon or spongebob like are they are they still making these kinds of things like I, what what is the slate of a modern cartoon network or nickelodeon do you do you know i don't know if you keep up with that at all you know it i haven't heard a lot of new cartoons i feel like a lot of them don't stick um yeah. do you like breadwinners i don't know that one yeah see what i mean like i think breadwinners is canceled by now um <laughs> and i think most people didn't hear about it it's like it's stuff like that god that's kind of a uh I'm not a huge fan of what the the stills i'm seeing of this this is kind of an ugly show it's ugly but it's cheap looking i think that's what zim's got going right for it is that it's ugly but it's ugly on purpose and it looks like there's a shitload of craft to it whereas i'm looking at bread mines yeah. breadwinners and this is just like Weird circles drawn in flash. Like, this is not... Uh, I don't feel like there's love in this, in these designs. This is really cheap notebook drawings. But to answer your question, I'm not really as current as I could. I kind of wait for people to talk about things that are cool. Yeah. Um, And I don't hear a lot of buzz. It's mostly, like, people that are nostalgic for Spongebob or... um upset that a new cartoon has a bean mouth in it and that's all they talk about and it's like okay but is it good typed in nickelodeon.fandom well no didn't didn't you like uh um owl house is pretty recent yeah owl house is still going uh that's a disney show that's one of those like it's a one big story though. Like there's not like one off episodes or 15 minute episode or two, I guess two 10 minute episodes back okay. to back. Right. Like it, it's telling a, a fairly cohesive uh, story with magical rules. And it's more of a, an avatar thing, but a lot more cartoony. Um, Owl house is really good. Yeah. I, I guess actually, if you put it that way, I'm not sure if there's any um, weird little episodic things. Serials are where it's at. Yeah. It, it's kind of interesting that, that, uh, that change has happened, right? So I'm on uh, Nickelodeon new shows and specials. It's just nickalive.net. I don't know anything about this. Um, it's a live action Fairly Odd Parents revival. That <laughs> yeah, did you see that? I saw I saw a video on it on YouTube, and it seems just dreadful. There's yeah, warped, that's the one. Warped exclamation point, which looks like another one of those like children singing form a pop group band shows based on this uh picture i'm looking at live action buddy buddy comedy series warp just set to premiere on january 20th oh they're at a comic book shop okay learn to embrace their differences become best friends and set off to create the world's greatest graphic novel one of them looks like they're dancing which is why i thought this was a a, a music thing live action tour of the explorer revival uh, the Garcias, which is a, another live-action thing. Live-action Avatar. That that picture of their, their flying bison looks like shit. That is some bad, bad, bad. Um, yeah, it's promising, right? Yeah, new animated shows. Big Nate. Uh, let's see. The Misadventure of, Misadventures of Big Nate are coming to Paramount+. Plus. The all-new animated series from Nickelodeon. Based on the best-selling children's book, uh, do do what's this about? Follows Nate, a precocious eleven-year-old boy, and his best friends as they navigate sixth grade with humor and style. Uh, Zoki Sparky Barkleby? What the fuck? That's not even a picture. I don't even know what that looks like. That's just the Nickelodeon logo. Max and the Midnights. Uh, the adventures of a ten-year-old girl dreaming of knighthood will soon unfold on Nickelodeon. Well, that could be, that could be fun. This is a charlie brown-esque art style i would say as far as the line work and the character drawing but then it's a red-headed girl holding a sword and there's kind of a ghost behind her uh well, that, that, maybe some something there 
Monster High, the animated series. They're making cartoons. I like giving chances to new artists to do new kinds of cartoons. Yeah. I mean, and that's the thing, right? Like, I don't want to, like, look at a picture and totally dismiss something. At the same time, this one's called Real Pigeons Fight Crimes. Nickelodeon has struck a multi-platform deal with James Corden and Ben Winston and their production company, Fullwell 73, to produce an animated movie and TV series based on the recently released children's book title, Real Pigeons Fight Crimes. That's that's all there is. Phoebe and her unicorn, I don't know what that, that, that at least looks 2D. There's a lot of these are 3D. Adventures at Wonder Park is 3D. There's a new Garfield thing coming. Meet the Voxels, that's another kind of 3D thing. That looks like shit. Ren and Stimpy reboot. Eh, I feel like there's always a Ren and Stimpy reboot in the works. Untitled Paw Patrol spinoff. New Blue's Clues, more Monster High. Uh, oh, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. We watched a clip of that in the show. The, the new stuff of that like is at least animated really well. I think so. I've seen critiques of that, too, and it's like, man, I don't want to be your friend anymore, and I stopped talking to him. I would say I don't, I'm don't. i not in love with some of the stylistic choices in it, but watching it in motion, it's at least like well-executed, and you can tell that people making it care. There's an untitled Sandy Cheeks movie. That we don't need. Oh, no. I hope it's not about what I think it is. What? You know. What else do we got here? More TMNT, more Paw Patrol. Untitled Baby Shark movie. Untitled Garfield movie. Untitled live action TMNT movie. More Avatar. A SpongeBob game coming to PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and Nintendo Switch. It's it's kind of hard to get excited for any of this. And obviously, I'm not in the audience, right? But when you have a lot of spinoffs and, like, four Paw Patrol things, it makes me miss Zim. Not in love with Zim either, but, like, Zim has an identity and a thing it's really trying to do and a thing that sets it apart. It's not one of four spinoffs. We don't need more SpongeBob movies or evidently PlayStation 4 games. Sorry, I got a weird text type. To... That's done. Okay. Uh, yeah, I like Invader Zim at the time for being very new and very different. I think it aged well. Like, the humor that made me laugh as a child still makes me laugh today. So for that, I give it props. Yeah. Uh, but it is kind of a niche audience. Um, it, it does have a lot of that LOL random stuff that can get annoying. I think it doesn't binge well. Like, if you put in the DVD and just watch all the episodes, it's like, it's just a lot of the constant screaming at the same <laughs> timber. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. So, you know, it's it's like, hey, catch one or two with a lunch and move on. You know what, though? I think, I think there's value there, I right? really like, yeah, I think there is, too. I really like the comic book series because it was written pretty much exactly the same as the cartoon. Um... I think John and Vasquez actually did work on it some too, but it was like, it just, it captured the tone of the cartoon and I was like really impressed. And then they did a, a movie on Netflix and it's like, ah, those don't always turn out so great, but they, I thought they did a pretty good job. And so it's just kind of interesting to see it. Like, I, I think it gets appropriate appreciation. Some people call it underrated, but it's like, no, I think it's right where it should be. And the real fans do appreciate it. Yeah. And they're supportive. I, I think that's fair. I I mean, I enjoyed the half hour we spent with it, right? There's there's really good ideas in there. It's its own thing. I keep saying that, but I, it's, I feel like it needs to be stressed. Like, you know, there is something kind of special about it. I don't think it's for me, but I'm glad it exists because, God, it, it can be hard to find, like, real genuine shit, especially these days where we get a lot of remakes and stuff and reimaginings and sequels like imagine I, I would it would be nice to get another like invader zim's 
thing, you know, something that's just like wholly its own. Uh, I do recommend Owl House as something like that. Obviously, totally different uh, style and tone, but it, it does have its own identity to it. Like it is clearly like its own thing with its own influences that it's wearing on its sleeve, and it's telling a very kind of fun, charismatic story. But also like very, very different than than Invader Zim too. Like I don't know. It's it's kind of weird. Like I never finished Avatar the Last Airbender. I enjoyed what I saw and then missed episodes and kind of fell off. But I feel like that that show really changed the landscape of cartoons and what is allowed to be aired on Nickelodeon and in Cartoon Network and they're like prime time slots. It goes back to that question you asked, though. Who is this for? I guess. I There's always that, like... It's for me. Yeah, it's for Cameron. <laughs> but just the, um... I don't know, that the, there's... Even you go... Even kids have different tastes and interests, right? Like, I think if you were to teleport me back to, you know, eight or nine years old, but with this kind of love of horror, I would probably really like the show. I think I think the the speed of it and the humor style and kind of the ugliness would appeal to me, and then the 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 weirder spooky shit would also appeal to me. Um, if if I were like immature thirty year old Chad instead of a vaguely mature thirty year old Chad, right? Like, um, even just talking about like oh you know coworkers, oh I saw this movie, I think you would like it because it was kind of dark and weird and I didn't like it, and you seem to like that stuff, and it's like oh yeah yeah. That's a good way to sell me on a movie. Uh, I never, I wasn't like that all the time though. Like I had to grow into that emotionally stunted human being that is speaking into this microphone. So I don't know. I don't know where I'm going with this. I had a plan. It fell apart it's on the floor. Little parts plan. Need a vacuum. So let me ask. Uh, I think he kind of said already. But would you watch more? Uh, maybe like once in a while I could see going to Kim Cartoon and like throwing on an episode. I also feel like there's so much stuff on YouTube that if I open it up, it's like, hey, you should watch this. And I'll be like, yeah, it sounds fun. And I don't know if I'll think to watch Invader Zim like four days from now. Like I will probably kind of shove that back into the realm of like, I, I remember this show. And then, like, there's there's just a period there. And there's no more. That's the end of that paragraph kind of thing. Yeah, I think that's fair. Um, I think it, you don't have to watch it from beginning to end. I bet if you looked up, like, a top ten list, you could cherry pick those episodes. Yeah. And probably enjoy it just as well. I want an Invader Zim musical. Oh, I wonder. Yeah, I don't think they did anything musical. I bet, I bet before we die... One of my favorite episodes. Oh, what? I bet before we die, we get an Invaders in musical. Unless we kill ourselves first. That would be cool. That would be cool. <laughs> One of my favorite episodes is uh, Zim gets abducted by aliens. Oh, that sounds fun. It is fun. They are they're the stupidest beings in the world. Like... They disguise their UFO as, like, a blue whale. So there's just, like, a blue whale hovering over his house. And they forget to leave the planet, so it just, like, stays there all day. And people are, like, pointing at it. And goes like, oh, look at a whale. And it's, like, the entire time he's trying to explain to them, like, no, I'm not a human. And it's like, silence, human. We will now do experiments. And they start, like, rubbing a yellow, like, they have a rubber duck. And just, like, squeak it at them. Going, eh, eh. And it's like they just, they're going through the motions because they don't know what to do with their lives. I like that. That's a good, that's a good setup. Like with these characters. That's, that's clever. It is clever. The, the rest of the episode gets pretty funny after that. Um, You'll have to watch that one this week. But just the premise was like, okay, this is good. And then it kept going. I was <laughs> like, nice. <laughs> I almost feel like I got to rewatch that organ episode just since it left like such a fucking mark on me. I bet you'd watch it now as an adult and go, eh, it's kind of goofy. Yeah. And it's also not one of the funnier ones. 
I like their teacher. I want to watch more episodes with their teacher. Yeah, the teacher's pretty fun. Um, I think there was a good one where Zim ran for, like, class president. And that has some good, um, like, <laughs> like the, the teacher can't be in sunlight. She's like a vampire or something. So she, she like, is constantly hiding under shade. Um, and it's like she introduces the concept of the, the school election. It was like to, to, like, instill the children with an understanding that everything in life is futile. So they're going to have a sham election at the school to prepare them for real sham elections. Oh, that's funny. That holds up. It's just, it's stuff like that that's just, um. There's, like, gags like that in Spongebob. Like, uh, well, I. <laughs> that I'm always kind of surprised. I, I liked in, the, in this one, though, when, uh, before they transferred Tack in, um, she introduces the new student by saying, to celebrate overcrowding in schools, we're going to have a new student. It's just I love that line so much. And then and then she gets rid of a student by sending them to like the dungeons, right? Like It works. She's a really fun character. Yeah. Uh so that was Invader Zim. I'm glad you had fun. Yeah, me too. It's always a fun time hanging out with my friend Cameron. I'm glad. Uh, picking a long episode, I was worried you wouldn't, like, be done halfway through. Honestly, I was mostly worried about, like, not talking enough, because I was like, oh, I want to just focus on this. Like, this is this is enjoyable to watch. Yeah, that's another thing. I kind of wish that it had uh, closed captions on. But. But that's all. I guess, uh, is it time for a glad space? Yeah, are you glad about anything? Not in particular. You want me to go first? Give me a minute. Um, I'm glad yeah, I want you go first. I had a person in my writer's group recommend a YouTube channel to be called Jaden Animations. And this channel gets like tens of millions of views of video. So depending on who you are, you know what this is already. Because YouTube's weird like that where things can be super popular, but you just never know they exist. Uh, for the uninitiated, Jaden does drawings and animations about topics she likes. She's very much kind of like the YouTube star personality of it that I can gather. Um, she's been around a while. So she has, you know, like videos like my childhood stories or my experience with sports. And she's very awkward and kind of like socially anxious and just kind of has that like adorkability to her that makes her charismatic and fun. I have some of that, but I'm not charismatic or fun. So she's, she's you know, making it work for her and getting lots of YouTube videos and, and, and vi- views. Uh, but I found, I found her stuff really fun. She has one of her newer ones that I think is worth watching is, uh, she plays a bunch of really weird dating Sims that, uh, like involve like dating rats and ghosts and stuff. And just like her experience with those games, just a decent amount of video game themed stuff. And then there's a lot of like non video game stuff. She owns a pet bird. So she's got a couple of videos on like how to take care of a, you know, mini parrot that doesn't talk. One of those. Um, I don't, I don't remember what they're called, but you know, the little, little tiny, like baseball sized parrots. So I've, I've been enjoying just kind of randomly picking videos of hers and spending 10 minutes and then going doing something else. Uh, she's, it's just a really good, like time waster channel, but there's a really good, like sense humor and style to it too, that I think is, you know, might be up some, well, it's up 36 million people's alley. If I look at the videos of this one, like. That's a lot of people that watch this. So, that's that that's been fun. That is fun. Um I did remember something that was kind of fun this week. Uh the Overwatch 2 beta started. Oh. And so I've been watching some people play that game and they're having fun. Nice. Uh some of the characters have much more drastic changes than others. But for the most part it kind of seems like everybody's happy, which is just kind of refreshing because Overwatch hasn't been in that state in a very long time. I'm just like, how did, how did Blizzard do that? They're Blizzard. They're not allowed to make people happy. Well, yeah, I'm a little... Uh, maybe um, maybe if they let it run a little longer, people will start to like recognize imbalances and exploit things, but... Like, uh, I think Bastion has a change where you, you can transform into the turret, but you can still move slowly. 
Okay. Um. So in a way, just because you're not stationary anymore, it gives you just enough flexibility that that's actually a lot more lethal than it sounds. Yeah. Uh. Also, his ult is new. Is it turns into like a mortar where you can shoot over. Like you, you basically you get like a top down view of the map and you can choose where you want to bomb. Oh, cool. So that circumvents cover. And it makes sense. Like that's kind of cool. But also, is that just going to be really annoying? So <laughs> we'll see. But it's been fun seeing a lot of streamers just like actually enjoying the game and like and not complaining about little things like, oh, you know what? I'm glad people should be happy. Yeah. I don't feel like playing it myself, but it was fun to watch. Nice. We'll see where it lands when it comes out. Kerbloom because it landed and it was a mortar from Bastion. Kerbloom. That's a callback. Yeah, to four seconds ago, I did it. I set it up and you put it down. Yeah. That's how comedy works. Fucking good at this. Comedy can only work when there's two people. Yeah, join us on our uh, North American tour. We're going to a bar near you and we're going to get drunk and sad and you could come and pay money to watch us drink. There won't be any jokes. We'll be the jokes. Yeah, actually, if you just uh, if you go to a bar and you see a drunken sad person, that's probably one of us. Just walk up, start talking about Richard. It's cool. Yeah, yeah. You have our permission. What are you thinking? Are you thinking it's bedtime? I, I yeah, I should probably. I don't know what I'm gonna do tonight, but I should probably hang up and go do something. Yeah, I'm gonna do that too. Sleep tight, everyone. Night. Oh, oh. Beep. Boop.